so, Bush and Richie here with another podcast for you. Uh, this is an interesting show. This is a show that's filled with technical scenarios that maybe, you know, like sometimes you're on a plane and you might not be aware that there's, there's been a couple of problems going on in the cockpit. The captain and his co-pilot seem absolutely fine. Well, they've even popped out for a coffee at one point. <laughs> but, you know, they might have been dealing with crosswinds, getting, being moved on by air traffic control or whatever. That's what tonight's show was like. I've it? said, I, I would have thought at times it could be using your plane analogy. We've had to shut down engines. We've had, we had to, at one point, <laughs> we had a problem going off and we were shutting down engines, whatever, all sorts. Even... I I think we were nearly at the stage where we were asking anyone, uh, you know, any passenger to sit down and buckle up. (laughs) The next bit's going to be bumpy. So, look, hopefully you won't pick that out as you listen to today's podcast, but it's a little bit of a heads up as you board uh, the uh, the home time flight today. Could be a bumpy (laughs) ride. Could be a little bumpy ride. Here we go. Absolute Radio. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. Muse on Absolute Radio. It's home time with Bush and Ritchie. Final hour of the no repeat guarantee. No songs repeated whilst you're at work. And if we accidentally do repeat a song, you can put us in a headlock. Uh, do you have something in your workplace that you can't fail to boast about, to tell people about, because you think it's an amazing piece of kit? Wonderful bit of kit. I came across this uh, this morning. I'm uh, looking at uh, changing the car. So I was in a garage, mm-hmm. and uh, when I got there, salesperson, uh, obviously very friendly, friendly greeting, and then offers me a cup of coffee. Now, I love a coffee. It's an integral way for me to start my day. But I thought to myself, oh, machine coffee, pe- uh, you know, uh, garage, it's... It's a no. I said, no, 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 it's all right, mate. Yeah. Machine coffee, no thanks. Uh, and he turns around and goes, oh, you've been missing out. Coffee machine here costs three grand. £3,000? <laughs> wow. £3,000. Now, I, I'm not looking to upgrade to some sort of, uh, you know, really high-performance car here. Yeah. This was a three, well, claiming a £3,000 coffee machine in just, you know, a, a, a you know, pretty run-of-the-mill uh, garage. So, did you get to see the machine? Could you see it from where you were sat? Because I mean, it'd have to be brilliant for three. Well, when I pounds. go back, when I go back, because you know, I'm interested in what they were trying to sell. He's hooked you in now because of the coffee machine. <laughs> <laughs> it's entry into a lifestyle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I want to see this thing, but uh, I sat there and I'm waiting and all this, and then the, the the coffee comes out. I have a sip. It was actually, it was a very good cup of coffee. It better be for 3,000 quid. But he, seriously, it was like, oh, you've been missing out. It cost 3,000 pounds. The words couldn't come out of his mouth quick enough. You, you could tell there was this this immense pride yeah, in yeah. the 3K coffee machine in this garage. Why am I picturing um, the children's um, TV character, Bertha? Do you remember? I do remember Bertha. Kind of a machine with a tube coming out of a nose, big googly eyes. <laughs> I, I reckon that's what the coffee machine looked like. But what an amazing thing to boast about in the workplace. Exactly. So you might have something in your workplace. You you may not be a garage. It may not be a coffee machine. But yeah. if you have an amazing piece of kit that you're always telling people about, you're really grateful for... Just boast about it now. Let us know about it. First ever place I ever worked in my entire life, the Chandler's Restaurant uh, on Brixham Seafront. They had this machine. I was I was a KP, kitchen porter. Uh, and you put this, they had this machine that looked like Metal Mickey. You opened up the front of it, put potatoes in it, put it on for about three minutes, opened the little door, the skins had gone, and it was ready to be cut into chips. Amazing piece of kit. Amazing bit of kit. I don't know how it works. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Absolute Radio. Bush and Richie here with Home Time, a party in the car on the way home from work. It's just gone quarter past four. This is the final part of the Nora Guarantee, and that's Blondie. 
Do you have an amazing piece of kit in your workplace uh, that you can't help but tell people about? Uh, the bloke in the garage I went to this morning just boasting, shouting about this £3,000 coffee machine. He said, I'd be missing out if I didn't have a coffee whilst waiting. It's it. I love the fact that you have, you might have a thing, a machine in your workplace that you would tell other people about, boast about a little bit. I was just been referring to, uh, back when I was a kitchen porter in Brixham, this magical machine that you put potatoes in, close the door, it's, it made like a rumbling noise, and then all these potatoes popped out and the skin was gone. Uh, this text here says, Bush is referring to a rumbler. It's got a metal sandpaper on the inside and rumbles the potato skins off as it spins. If you forget about it, like I did once, the spuds come out the size of broad beans. Why can't we have rumblers at home? I'd love the idea of a rumbler. I'd love to have that. I'd chip in for a rumbler. Uh, and then a tweet here from Garage and MOT magazine. Wow. Yes. I'd love to subscribe to that, wouldn't it be good? <laughs> I don't think you can because you don't run a garage. Ah, oh, but just even to be on the inside. Like, what, is this stuff with... Is there a section in, in Garage and MOT magazine, uh, what thing do you attach the disabled toilet key to? Is it a ladle, a wooden spoon? What do you attach it to? to find out. Uh, they say it's not uncommon for garages to provide high-grade coffee from high-end machines. Oh. This is a service that has become more necessary than ever as people are looking for more uh, a rounded service from people who trust to uh, fix their car. So do you think they're trying to give you the kind of you know high-quality coffee because they're, they're, they're thinking you're going to try and spend big if you've, you've got good coffee going on? Do you think that's what it is? I, I think that's... It, it, obviously, you you, you buy a high-end car if someone serves you a high-end coffee. It's got to be. It's all about the lifestyle. <laughs> Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. £3,000 coffee machine. I was dazzled by it today in a, uh, in a garage. I was uh, looking at uh, changing up the car. Can you bring friends down there? Can we go back in there? Maybe you lie to them and say you're going to go for, like, the top end. Can I try it? I'd love... <laughs> Can you bring friends and family? I intend to be going back within the next seven days, so... I just I will... want to try a coffee from a £3,000 machine. <laughs> oh, it was good. It was really good. It came a bit of kit. Little Biscoff biscuits as well. This just gets better. Happy days. Yes. So if you have something in your workplace, doesn't matter what the line of work is, but some kind of thing that you consider to be an amazing piece of kit. Amazing piece of kit. So much so that you brag about it to anyone that you possibly can. Tell us about it. We want to hear about it. David says, one of my lawnmowers... See, he's obviously, you know, in groundsman's work. Lawn mowers. One of my lawn mowers cost over £4,000. There was a time when it cost three times as much as the van I was driving. That is amazing. That's got to be a lawn mower he can sit on. I'd say. And drive it around. Maybe, yeah. maybe he doesn't have the van anymore, he just drives home on the lawn mower. <laughs> uh, there's an interesting intersection between a more boring item and having a really high value. There's something that gets me going about yeah. that in terms of it being an amazing bit of kit. This one here says, digital key cutting machine. Copies any key... All you got to do is punch in a code. It's £12,000 upwards. You don't want to get that in the wrong hands, do you? Not at all. Amazing bit of kit. Chris says, impressive, right? I tell everyone about my sander. It's got an extractor which removes all the dust as I sand. Right, we need a price on this. That could just be a, a real standard thing that they have in Sanders yeah, these days. Yeah, or you and I could have just, well, me personally, just fallen for that. Well, we're not going to give that our blessing <laughs> of amazing bit of kit. I'm sorry. <laughs> 8, 12, 15 to get in touch with the show. You can tweet as well, Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Absolute Radio. This is Absolute Radio, home of the no-repeat guarantee. Unlike other radio stations, we get the same five songs stuffed down your throat every five minutes. No repeats between 9am and 5pm. And this is the final hour of it. It's Tom Petty. 
after your amazing pieces of kit that you have in your workplace, I was somewhat dazzled by... So I was told a £3,000 coffee machine in a car showroom uh, here on the morning. I hope it was £3,000. <laughs> I really if hope so. If that is a line to get the sale, that's, that's really bad. They haven't got the sale yet, so it better be the truth. There you go. We're going to check it out. Steve Ferris, we want to know where you work. He's tweeted, says, we've got one of these at work. It helps take the edge off. It is a Summit Kedgerator. I had to look at what this is. Please be Kedgery, because I love Kedgery, but it does take a long time to make. So no, this workplace does not have Kedgery on tap. Ah, oh. it's it's draft beer. Even better. Where's he working? They, that is a great place. <laughs> it does take the edge off. Uh, Adrian Crilly, currently listening to Absolute Radio on the Isle of Wight, says, guys, I have a Dewalt multi-tool. I'm my third one now, and when the last one broke, it felt like I was working with one hand tied behind my back. Wow. What is a multi-tool? Uh, it looked to me, because I've had to Google it myself... Is it from Doctor Who? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. It's, you've got all sorts of things on the end of, of one Dewalt. <laughs> what's, what's that? <laughs> I'm good at trades, me. <laughs> uh, we're going to have to check it out online. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. Did it feel like a £3,000 coffee? Uh, it felt like a better cup of coffee than uh, most machines, I would say. Uh, there's some good text coming in here. I like this one. Scott in Edinburgh says, Bush and Richie, I've got a magic wand that I nick for my daughter. I felt I had to do this, as every time I'm at work painting anything, everyone seems to think you can do it in a third of the time it really actually takes. So he waves the wand. And brilliant. It must be a recurring gag that he does. £65,000 Tesla as a taxi in Northampton. I can't stop talking about it. Wow, what is, a, what is a Tesla? A very, very high-end car. Not what I was looking at earlier today. Is it, does it hover? <laughs> it sounds like a car that should hover. I don't know, but I don't think you're drinking and eating in the back seat, that's for sure. Yes. Uh, Peter, hanging on, what was, uh, what was in your workplace you couldn't stop talking about? We had a, we had a Mr Whippy machine. So oh. I used to go, yeah, I used to go in the sort of mid-afternoon daily routine, I'd get a coffee cup, uh, help myself to Mr Whippy and then um, pour a mocha over the top. <laughs> it's like what? Charlie in the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> All right, Augustus yeah. Gloop. That's ridiculous. This is almost like what we were talking about yesterday, having uh, something you love, an, yeah. un an unlimited lifetime supply of. You, you can't just be having... Would you have ice cream every single day? If I had a Mr pretty, Whippy in the place, yeah, pretty, Peter. Pretty definitely. much, yeah, pretty much. I, I put on so much weight when I was there, though. <laughs> <laughs> can, I, can we ask what line of work it was? Um, I was a chef. So I was in a hotel and we had a yeah, staff canteen. Wow. wow, that's amazing. I just lie under it like Barney from The Simpsons, <laughs> just turn it on. Did you have a good, uh, did you find you had a good whip? Like, I've used those in the old uh, pizza ruts with the ice cream factory, and I, I found that. Um, it's all in the wrist. It's, it's all in the wrist, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good, good, good uh, wrist, wrist action. Okay, I think Thank we should send this call. <laughs> it's, it's for best for all of us, Peter, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, fair enough. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. We've got Clem hanging on. He reckons he can go a step better. What is it, Clem? So, I work for a service office company. I was just taking a, just taking a new building in Slough mm. called The Switch. And uh, we just put a coffee machine into the business lounge. Um... In the, in the offices, and uh, it cost uh, 9,997 9, quid, including wow. the back. Wow, and does it look like a machine that's worth that amount of money, Clem? Well, yeah, well, yeah, it does if you look at the bits and pieces on this. So basically, there's a, um, there's, it's a, I've got a unit, 
and all the gubbins is built in underneath the unit, and all you've got on the top is a touchscreen pad about the size of an iPad or, or, or a tablet. Yeah. Um, that you get, and a spout. You put your you put your, your cup under the spout. Press the button. You're not reinventing the wheel. Do, do, you know what? do you know what? You've, you, you put a price on it of 10 grand and you've used the word spout, cup, unit and gubbins. I think, I think I'd want a bit more. <laughs> I, 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 you know, I'm doing it in injustice. It, it looks fantastic. So he's got a picture of the... The, the, and, and the word of what you want. So if you want to express that, <laughs> it's still pretty basic. Press the button and bash out it comes. That's it. Do you know what, right? I'm always thinking of stuff from this building that I can nick and sell, right? <laughs> Our coffee machine yeah. on the first floor plays music. It does. Classical music it does. when you're, you're getting a coffee. So maybe this thing, we don't realise it. This could be five, six, seven thousand pounds. <laughs> we're, in the, we're in the wrong game, Richie. Once again. We're in the wrong game. I, 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 I would put that. Box it up, put it in the back of your car and take it to a car booth, Sally. It's got to be money in it. Fantastic. <laughs> what Let's could possibly go wrong? Downstairs. Yeah. <laughs> Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Hello. Hello. Oh. Hello. That's so weird. What has happened there? Hello. Hello. Where's Richie? It's like a new game. What microphone is Richie on? Wow. He's on Hello. two microphones. You're on two microphones. Oh, it's like a press conference. It is. It's exactly like a press conference. What a show this has been. I was trying to tell you it was the Red Hot Chili Peppers, but you probably knew anybody. You were talking for a little while then, but I didn't even realise <laughs> you were going. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I did. These are the Absolute Radio 90s on a very, very smooth running home time. Oh, it's doing well, isn't it? Hey, I tell you what is running smoothly. It is with great honour and pride that I um, and can announce to people today that I'm off to see my beloved Everton this Sunday. Please be upstanding for the music. Don't you wish you had this kind of music for Arsenal? There's Zed Cars. I'm all right, actually. I love this song. One of our lovely hometown listeners, Paul, has offered me a ticket. He's going with a group of friends. In fact, he's sponsoring the game in honour of his late father, which is a lovely thing oh, to do. It's a great thing to do. Uh, so I will be at Goodison Park, the Toffeeopolis, as we call it, on Sunday versus Wolves. However, like I said at the start of this hour, I'm very worried because I'm worried I'm going to ruin it for everybody else. The last three games, I've not said this to Paul, the last three games I've been to, uh, we've lost. We've not just lost, we've played really badly. Like, And I've left early because it's been horrendous. So this is a kind offer from a gentleman who listens to the show. So yep. he's probably listening right now. So he's just heard yep. that you are obviously a jinx for any Everton game you attend. I, well, I am worrying that I'm an albatross. I really am an albatross. The last game, the last Everton game I went to see was the terrible game against Fulham away at the tail end of last season. It was one of the worst performances I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> so... I don't know what to do. I, I don't know what to do. Is there any way of, like, nullifying bad Is there luck? Any, do you have any sort of, like, um, habits that you always do on a match day? Cause, like rituals? Yeah, rituals. Because if you do, I'd suggest starting one by one to stop doing those. Or maybe start something that could give me luck. That's true, shirt, yeah. Shirt off in the weather spoons and put it on as you leave, like Paul Lynch used to do. I always have a, uh, a pack of Starburst. Opal fruits back in the day. Do you? Yeah, it's worked for me, but maybe that's because I support a better team. I don't know. Tay, turn it <laughs> in. Don't use this for that. No access to grind. What's your your last three games for Arsenal kind of stats? Well, hundred percent. Win, win, win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd kill for win, win, win. But you know what though? There, there is a luck thing. The last three England cricket matches I've gone to, okay, lost every single one of them. It was a conscious decision of mine not to go to the World Cup. <laughs> so you could say I won England the World Cup. Nothing to do with Stokes. 
Sir Archer. I'm sure that I did hear them thank you when they were on the podium <laughs> at the end. Maybe that's the right thing to do. If you are a jinx, an albatross, a Jonah, the best thing you can do is just step aside yeah. for, for the good of the group. So look, I want to hear from you this evening. If you're a jinx for something, and it doesn't have to be sport, anything, you, maybe you bring bad luck or you're worried that you do, uh, get in touch now and help make me feel a bit better about myself. 8, 12, 15. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Absolute Radio. Presidents of the USA, Peaches, uh, rounds off today's Absolute Radio <laughs> 90s. It's ironic uh, that we've just uh, played the presidents of the USA. I do feel somewhat statesman-like right now, speaking into two microphones. It really is like a press conference. I just don't know which one's going to work. And but, the, uh... the irony of us starting this programme this evening with a feature called Nice Bit of Kit, <laughs> whilst none of our stuff's working. Uh, hey, look, if you love the 90s, don't forget Absolute Radio 90s uh, nationwide, uh, across the UK on digital radio. You can listen to it through the Absolute Radio app as well. So we want to know from you tonight, if you're a jinx, you, you worry you might be a jinx or an albatross about anything. It doesn't have to be sport. I've been very kindly given a ticket to the Everton game on Sunday, but the past three Everton matches I've been to, I've attended, we've lost, played terribly, gone home early in a huff. So I'm starting to worry that maybe I am an albatross. I didn't wear the same Everton shirt each time. I changed it up. Okay. Uh, so maybe it was an unlucky shirt. It's not that, it's just me. So what do you do with that? You know, what, what, where do I go from here? If you, if you are a nightmare in this situation, let us know. Bronwyn says, I think I'm a jinx on the lotto. I never win. <laughs> I, when I played the, the National Lottery, I never won a single thing. I've never even won a tenner. The same with me, never yeah. won a single thing. So that's pretty bleak. And there's a few texts that have come in like this, and I don't think this is constructive. I don't think you're a jinx, Bush lad. I think Everton are just terrible. <laughs> let's, not, let's not get base about it. No, no, no. Let's, let's, let's take this away from the sport. Bad luck is a thing. Let us know what it is for you. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Mike in Watford, uh, putting himself forward for some interviews here, says, uh, Bush, Richie, my last four jobs have gone bust. <laughs> Even jobs I've gone for interviews for, they are no more. I am the grim reaper of work. He's like some kind of hex thing going on. Uh, John, who works for us here uh, at Absolute Radio, says Bush, one word, Bitcoin, hashtag albatross. It's a good point. I did a competition giving away Bitcoin and it absolutely stacked. Do you remember that? I single-handedly brought Bitcoin down. Uh, Graham says, guys, my wife is jinxed. Every time we go on holiday, it rains. Dubai, uh, Egypt, California. We had rain each location. When I've travelled alone, it never rains. Thinking of going to the Far East during monsoon season to see if it works in reverse. <laughs> Let's know how it goes. We've got Mark on the line as well. Mark, what are you a jinx of? Well, I just haven't been that lucky with weddings. Last couple, couple of friends... Didn't make it past five years, and mine wasn't much better. <laughs> oh, Mark! So you've got a terrible track record. When you're at a wedding, bad stuff happens. Yeah, I'm not much better at funerals, neither. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit late for that point, anyway, so... Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. Ah, uh, crowded house, and weather with you. It's home time. It's Bush and Ritchie, Thursday evening on Absolute Radio. <laughs> Can I just say on behalf of Richie and myself, thank you so much to all the people who've sent in ancient-looking childhood photos for our Angela's Ashes feature. Mm. Do you remember, was it yesterday or the day before on the show we were kind of suggesting that you get to a certain age in life and suddenly photos of you as a kid look like something between the wars? And it's really depressing because, you know, you're really going back to, you know, 70s, 80s. It doesn't seem that long ago, does no, it? No, not at all. Next thing you know, you look like something from, like, the World at War documentary playing with a stick <laughs> in an alleyway between two council houses. So keep them coming in. 
in. Uh, if you follow us on Twitter at Absolute Radio, we've just posted up a few. We're going to do a full album of these tomorrow. Uh, but we want to say a big thank you to the Raven family and their photo of... Uh, they're dressed as, like, chimney sweeps or something. I've never seen anything like it. Proper black and white. Do you remember a programme on uh, when you were at school called How We Used to Live? Yes. It's literally straight out of that. Everyone's wearing a doily. I love Phil and his brother on the choppers. There's everything about that. There's uh, there's the, the, the fading of the picture. There's the choppers themselves. Obviously, great bike. Great bike Was it a nice ride? We were, I was telling my eldest daughter about the chopper the other day. And, I, and she was suggesting that it wouldn't be a nice thing to ride around. I think the real uh, the reason they were like that is because if you look at the haircut that Phil and his brother <laughs> are sporting, obviously the bike has got to be extra robust to add that stability oh. to that head of hair. The hair is... He looks like Arthur Scargill, his younger brother, doesn't he? He's amazing. The worst thing about Chopper as well was that they had a gear stick down the yeah. side. If you ever came off the bike, yeah. that was... Nasty. Sound like Ali Jones after landing on that. Uh, hi to listener Mick as well, who's sending a photo of... Um, again, this is the whole sibling thing. They're wearing matching, terrible knitwear. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. I was nearly not here for today's show, I've got to tell you. Nearly not here? Nearly not here. Is it nothing to do with £3,000 worth of coffee from earlier on? <laughs> no, it's got all to do with the fact that uh, probably about three hours before the show, I'm bleeding from the face. Bleeding from the face? Well, from the nose. It was a nosebleed. <laughs> face, face does sound worse than nose. How did you get a nosebleed? Did you, what, did you just start? No, it, thankfully it was, wasn't one of those ones that just starts. They're quite eerie, aren't they? They're, they're, they're very eerie. Um, I... I, I, sometimes I, I kind of look at a nosebleed, particularly when you suffer it yourself, and you kind of think, this is the body's biggest joke that it plays on yourself, just suddenly, like, nosebleed. They are embarrassing. What's that? Well, they are embarrassing. They're What's embarrassing. that all about? You, sort of like you, you're walking around at 45 degrees with a you know, piece of tissue and all that kind of thing. It's ridiculous. But generally, <laughs> nosebleeds always come from comical incidents as well. Actually, yeah, if you, if you have, like, a, a major thing happen, you never get a nosebleed. No. But, but if you have something embarrassing, stupid happen, you get a nosebleed. It's a nosebleed. Yeah, it's So weird. I'm tidying up the lounge before I leave for work. Rocco's just trashed the place. All his toys are out. You know, like, uh, you see crufts and dogs run through tunnels? Yeah. Kind of like a baby's toy one one of those. We've got one of those in our house. Our little Trying girl to then it. sort of like fold it up, concertina it away, put it to, you know, put it away behind the chair. And it's got these little three Velcro tabs on it once it's all closed and you're putting it away. Yeah. So I've got it against my chest, trying to fasten these Velcro tabs. I think I've done it. Yeah. But I haven't. And it suddenly just pings into me face, hits me nose, nosebleed, about 60 seconds. It's like being hit in the face by a jack-in-the-box. Exactly that. That is bad, isn't it? Nearly wasn't here. There's something quite mythical about nosebleeds, and they stay with you. You all remember this now, I think, for the rest of your life. I remember, as clear as day, coming on as a substitute in a school football match. We're in a semi-final, so it's quite a big game. Uh, and I immediately received the ball from a throw-in, miscontrolled it, it scooped up my body... Because I've got a crescent shape, my nose also quite big. <laughs> Hit me in the face, I had a nosebleed, I have to go off the pitch. <laughs> Stop the game, come back on again. Quickest injury ever, quickest, brilliant. Literally quickest injury ever, but I'll never forget that nosebleed, and See, it's so humiliating. And this is it, it proves my point. Nosebleeds always comical and ridiculous. They are. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. 
Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. So we're, we're trying to uh, challenge this theory that, uh, that it's only comical injuries that come from uh, nosebleeds. Well, we are calling this phone in nosebleeds. And if someone says to you, what, what are Bush and Richie doing tonight on home, t- home time? Just say, they're doing nosebleeds. <laughs> uh, Tracy says, I've only had two nosebleeds in 44 years. How about that? That's incredible if that is the case. Maybe you're listening right now you've never had a nosebleed. That's unusual. Yep. Let us know. Uh, Ray tweets to say, I only ever had the one nosebleed in my life. That was uh, from a fight outside a pub in St Albans. <laughs> Boot in the face. Happy days. Not really a comical, that one, Ray, is it? I've been to St Albans. I can imagine that happening. And then Mike says, I used to have a really weak blood vessel in my nose. I used to flick it to get it to bleed so I could get out of school assemblies. Great trick if you can do it. Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. We are testing out our theory on home time this evening that nosebleeds only ever come from embarrassing experiences. Yeah, when have you had like a major thing happen and you've got a nosebleed? Toddler's tunnel went off in my face today. 60 second nosebleed. Thankfully, I managed to halt it. It was a near death experience. Did you see the light? Were you drawn towards the light? That kind I of thing? I felt woozy for a second. Who doesn't when you see claret? Exactly, claret literally everywhere. Some great stories coming in. Sam in Swindon. I was playing violin in the school orchestra when I turned to face the person sat next to me and she moved her violin bow across the strings in a moment of musical gusto, thereby pushing the pointy end up my nose. I bled for two hours and I've never picked up the violin again. She could have been in in like a major orchestra, but that one incident has (laughs) ruined it. Just because of that? Just because of that. Uh, No name attached to this one, probably the embarrassment. Recently, my wife warned me to slow down for the speed bumps in the road. I told her to stop nagging. Then, as we went over one, I was leaning my head on my hand, but the bump was so aggressive, it caused me to punch myself in the nose. I had a monster nosebleed that went on for ages. That little story is a microcosm of how the genders are going at the moment. (laughs) Just how it's panning out for us blokes. Uh, Harry says, I never had a nosebleed until my 18th birthday. It came up in conversation with my brother. He then decided to give me a little punch, which resulted in my first nosebleed. He adds, it ruined a good run. An amazing birthday. Good old brothers, eh? Uh, Jeff's hanging on with a good one. What do we got, Jeff? Well, I, I was a budding goalkeeper when I was about 14 and um, I did hear on radio that one of your callers did have a weak blood vessel, which I did have. Mm-hmm. But, um, inspired by René Higuita... The now, he was the Colombian goalie, wasn't he? He did, like, did, that eh? scorpion kick at Wembley. Scorpion kick against England, yeah. Trekkie, so thought... uh, Trekkie Bottoms, I believe. Trekkie yes, Bottom goalkeeper. Right, yeah. Tracky bottoms often wandered out gold, try and beat a few players. Yeah. I thought, I can try this in front of the class. <laughs> On a trampoline, worked up a bit of height, went for it, kneed myself in the nose, blood <laughs> everywhere, <laughs> walked off to the toilets. <laughs> oh. Very, very embarrassed. Do you know what? You say yeah. embarrassed, but in reality, with the rest of your classmates, you're probably a legend. They're probably st- talking to their own kids, and, oh, I was at school with this bloke called Jeff. Yeah. And he, he did this. No, I reckon he's known as Nosebleed Kid. <laughs> nosebleed Kid, Nosebleed Jeff, yeah. But sometimes I, people could just look at my nose and it would bleed. It was that, it was that week, which was equally embarrassing as much as the René Aguita incident. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute Radio. 
The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. So do you ever, like, watch what someone's got and want it for yourself, having nosed at it for a little while? I think it's a natural sensation. I'm always like this. I, this morning on the train, on the way in, I was sat behind this woman who was who had her phone out. And I, I, I'm going to hold my hands up. I always have a look at people's phones if they've got them out in front of me. I just like to see what they're up to. And I thought she was texting, because it was like loads of different kind of messages with a symbol on the left-hand side. Anyway, she pressed one of the messages and, mm-hmm. and the screen whirred around as it was loading someone up. And then the most amazing thing happened. Uh, she was then presented... We, sorry, because I was watching between the seats. <laughs> little glasses pushed up. Uh, we were presented with this amazing scene of basically the view from her doorbell with a fisheye lens. Oh, wow. So it was like two, two post people came up and were doing stuff. Then there was a couple of gardeners. Then there was one woman knocking. So she was going through these messages, pressing the button, and she could see who was ringing her doorbell. You see, I've seen adverts for these on telly. They're incredible. Oh, it's like the advert where the, the, they say whilst they're on the bus yeah. and they've got like a burglar and they go, yeah. step away from my house. <laughs> that's the one. And the guy retreats into the trees. Yeah. Is that's, that what that, that is? That, it, must, it must be. Got to be the same thing. That That's incredible. If it, I didn't know it like comes onto your mobile phone and you can like yeah. th- go, read through things. It's Why brilliant. would you... I like it and I'm impressed with the tech and I kind of think, wow, I'd love to have our house like Fort Knox like that. But why, why are you doing it? Why do you want to do it? Well, I mean, why are you peering through, you know, two seats to, to look? People are, people are naturally curious, aren't they? That's true. It's true. And it's I, true. You know, and I guess if, if you have, shall we say, shifty intentions yeah. and you're going up to someone's door and you see that piece of kit there, you might be a little bit, oh, not this house. So do you reckon if she pressed the button on it, I mean, I'll just hopefully I'm getting the same train back later on. Maybe I'll end up sitting behind her again. But can she, do you think she can speak to them? If you've got this kind of technology, like in the adverts, can you press a button and speak well, to I people? I think the advert suggests that you can. I think if it was me and I was scrolling back through old people that have come to the door, yeah. I'd actually get to the stage, if I'd invested in this technology, I'd be disappointed if people weren't now coming to the door. <laughs> you know, sometimes you go, right, any messages? Oh, no messages. If I'd got all that, I'd want people to come up and knock but this goes back to the thing that I mentioned on this show a little while ago with the mobile phone. No one calls me anymore. I get no phone calls and very few people. How many people ring your doorbell, come to your house? Very few. Very few. Tell you what then, here's a deal. Go on. If you get yourself one of these doorbells, I'll come and knock on your door. Do you know what? That's an offer I can't refuse. Absolute radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Biggie Pops Real Wild Card on Hometime Thursday evening. It's Bush and Richie. It's Absolute Radio. I've just been talking about sitting behind this woman on the train today and she's got a thing on her phone where she can see who has come up to her doorbell and rung the doorbell via a little video camera thing on her phone. It's an amazing bit of tech. I think I need to get get one. And some text coming in about this bit of technology. Helen says, you also get a notification if someone approaches and doesn't ring the bell, as most burglars don't ring first. <laughs> That's a very good point. Very good point. <laughs> Can't get over it. I need to get one. Now, you can hear we are joined in the studio by Danielle, who's uh, on after us at seven o'clock, but has a quandary, uh, knowing that you guys, the hometown listeners, are the finest listeners out there. Yes. Um, you, you come asking for advice. I do. Yes. Um, I need to buy something for my life to make life easier, mm-hmm. but I fear it might be too middle-aged. So and this... I thought you were the guys to help me work well, out. What a backhanded <laughs> compliment that is. Are, are, you, are you suggesting that we might be over the line so you kind of know you know where the, where the limit is on She's this? She's heard all your from doorbell that, chat. From that dancing this... you were just doing to... Uh, yeah, I was the, getting the, into possibly, that. A bit of jab dancing, yeah, just, just as the mics went live. I mean, you know, that the, the doorbell thing is that first step into middle Clastum. This is a garden type thing. Uh, it's a garden type query, yeah. Okay, so Richie and I have, have tried to guess what this most middle class thing is, and we've written it down and put okay. it in an envelope because we had a bit of time on our hands earlier on. So if you 
you start off and just open? This is this, this is, is my yours. guess. Yeah, this is your guess. Let's see if we got it right. Middle class garden item for Danielle. Shall I say now if it's right or wrong? Yeah, go on. Wrong. I oh. said chimney. Chimney. Is that is What's that a chimney? It's, it's the barbecue you don't cook anything on. It's that weird little... Chimney thing. There's no point oh. in it. Yeah. <laughs> you do, it just keeps you warm and, and nothing else happens, really. Uh, this is Richie's one. Patio heater. No. Oh, right, oh. one of those proper, no. like, a pub yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah it's yeah. not that. No, yeah, not, not either. That either. What are you thinking of getting for your garden, but you're worried it's going to be too middle-aged? A leaf blower. Oh. That's a great gadget. Do you know Have what? you got one? I want one. I said, you want one now? But the thing is about them, right, I, I went um, I went on the Argus website, because yeah. it ticks all the boxes, doesn't it? Like, what am I doing? What am I getting? There, there's a lot of choice out there, and they range from about 50 quid to about 350. You can spend some serious money. It's a nice bit of kit. I don't want it. I don't want... But I've got a leaf problem, so I need to get one. <laughs> a leaf problem. Yeah. What you need, what you need, because I had one of these... And I, I lost it due to a, a, a change in circumstances in life. OK, that's, right. that's a good way okay. of putting it, yeah. Uh, it's it's like that. But I had one that blows and sucks. This okay. is what I hear. Yes. You're talking about the leaf blower now or the change in circumstances? <laughs> I'm talking about... I'm talking about the leaf blower. OK, so you've got one. It has a bag attached. This is right, yeah. So if you want to blow them... Fine. <laughs> then you can put it onto the suck setting and it will go into the back. This is probably advice you don't really need, Danielle. <laughs> no, no, I, well, I've read all this, but I, I don't feel ready as a person. I feel quite comfortable in my own shoes, but I'm not ready to wear one on my back. Because, you know, you are still like <laughs> Ghostbusters. Because <laughs> that's what some of them are. Some of them are petrol operator, which seems far-fetched. I, yeah. can't, be, I can't be bothered with that. But you're, you're still quite... I, we'd say, Danielle, still quite... You're quite a cool person. Coolest Rich, person I know. Yeah, you're the coolest, coolest person, person I know. Not anymore. We're, we're well <laughs> and true beyond that. So your question is, and I think the audience will hopefully will be able to help you out here, can you still rock the kind of cool look and have a leaf blower? I suppose if you've got a great-looking garden, then you win, don't you? Well, garden or not, can you carry it off in a pair of, I don't know, leopard print uh, cowboy boots? Who knows? Oh, it's, an easy, it's, a, it's a simple question. <laughs> 8, 12, 15, you can tweet us at Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. Raised eyebrows in the crowd as Richie's just putting his iPad into charge now with 10 minutes of the show going. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm not going to get enough charge to salvage the journey home anyway. I don't know why I've done it. How many games on Football Manager is that? <laughs> Absolute brinkmanship. Uh, the Uber call. Danielle Perry is here after 7 o'clock, but has she compromised some of that by uh, searching for uh, the leaf blower for her garden? She's worried it's a little bit too middle-aged, quote-unquote. I love the idea idea of seeing Danielle with a backpack wearing leaf blower, like someone from Ghostbusters, that would be amazing. Uh, your views so far, uh, this one says, what's wrong with a good old garden rake? Very good question. There's a lot of leaves though, by the sound of it, so maybe it's too much. David Scunthorpe says, I think getting a leaf blower is fine and not too middle-aged. Bear in mind, I'm currently doing a crossword. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. Hometime Airways. Is it, if, if that's what it is. Yeah. Are we a budget airline or are we premium? Are we long haul? I'd like to see us as a market disruptor. 
Do you know what I mean? Trying to probably punch in slightly above our weight, but you know, really giving it a damn good shot, but being bust and then being sold <laughs> within say, six months. Yeah, we're bust in six months. Do we do films? Have you got entertainment on board? No, no frills. I, I think it's absolutely. It's a no frills home time airways, and uh, yeah, no, I think you uh, you have to even pay just to reserve a seat. And we get absolutely destroyed because it ends up in one of the newspapers. There's an old lady sat there with no back on her seat. That's home time airlines. Oh dear, <laughs> but another safe landing. It's the podcast.